Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anybody turn their air conditioning on yesterday? Oh, sorry, guys. Don, I hate to interrupt the story, but this coming in, breaking news from our corrections and omissions department. During the Dirt Alert, I said that that site is broken. The have I been pwned.com. Turns out, user error on my part. I searched have I been pwned.com. I removed the D. And Don's website, which is correct, have I been pwned.com, is a real website. And right now, I have my email address put in, and then you click a button that says pwned, which I don't know what that means. And I'm going to click it, and we're going to find out live. Everybody ready? Yeah. Sure. Donna. Yes. Yes, I am. Oh, no. Pond. PW. I have been pwned in three data breaches. Oh no! Did you really? Does yeah, that's what that? it says. Oh no! Now what Steve. do I do? Oh god, I don't even. Oh want okay. To find well, out. one was from an unverified one in January 2019. Uh, one was from onliner spam bot. This was in August of 2017. You had a wild 2017. Oh, and then October of 2019, the Minnesota-based news service Star Tribune suffered a data breach, which was subsequently sold on the dark web. The breach exposed over 2 million unique email addresses alongside names, usernames, physical addresses, dates of birth, genders, passwords, stored as weird hashes. The data was provided, um, and mine was included in that. So, guys, I'm not trying to act like some sort of a victim or, oh, he's such a survivor. What a warrior for coming in. But I have been thrice victimized. Oh I've been pooned. Donna, you should view me differently. I do. Why are our phone lines blowing up? Because people are getting pooned. Bring them on. Okay, hold on. All right. P-W-N-E-D. I absolutely hate answering the phone just blindly, but fingers crossed. I'll go to the meeting. If we get in trouble for it, I'll be the one who Hi, my talk. You're on the air with Don and Steve. Hey, who they do we hung have up, here? Thank God. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my talk. You're on the air with Donna and Steve. Please don't cuss. <laughs> Hi there. Um, I just thought I'd be really quick and let you know that on Sunday, eight of us adults were together. Four of us received friend requests from an aunt from Washington, and two of us were like, "Nope, uh-uh. We already are friends." The other oh. two accepted, and now they're getting really nasty emails and messages. Really? So it is. People were hacked. When you say nasty, do you mean in a sexual manner? Yes. (laughs) Oh, I see. Not like you're a butthole or something like that. No, they're they're sexual messages. And so 
both of them were savvy enough that they were able to, they responded and said, you know, whoever this is, I know that it was a hack and I'm going to report you. And then they deleted both accounts. So I was shocked when you guys said so many people had been hacked because I thought, oh my gosh, it happened to four of us on Easter. Wow. So just on wanted Easter, to let you know. How dare they? True. I know. Pardon me? I said on Easter, how dare they do this? I know. I know. And then send nasty messages. So. How do, so how do you fix that? You, you can't? Like, I don't, yeah, well, they did. I don't know, but they're both millennials, and they both said that they responded, <laughs> and then they were able to delete the account that started again. And I don't know how to do it, but they both did it. They were going to report it, so I would think that whoever that website you said is, they must have, they must have a million people because... There were only eight of us together, and four of us got this message. That's wow. crazy. So the website, thank you for the call. We appreciate the yeah, uh, the insight no there, that little anecdotal bit of evidence. So the website that Don mentioned again to figure out if you've been scammed um, is Have I Been P-W-N-E-D. It feels like they should have said Have I Been Owned. That would have made more sense, but it's Have I Been P-W-N-E-D. P-W-N-E-D. Donna, why don't you go and uh, put your most common email address in there and then hit You'll hit the button and it will tell you if you have been victimized um, and then you let us know how many times. And what's fun about this, everyone who's listening, is if in fact Donna has been, it's going to ruin the rest of for sure her day, but possibly her week. This could really get her anxious for the rest of the week. So I think this is going to be enjoyable. Well, I'm already anxious. Thank I'm, you. Okay. Um, I the... have no computer. He, he's, Kenny left me without a computer today. Kenny left? Did he take the computer? No, no, no. He uh, had to make some adjustments in here. and um, Yeah, because he was doing traffic from that studio. And now oh. Donna doesn't have a computer right now. I have emailed the appropriate person. Thank you. And Kenny has also messaged somebody named Loft Green. That's John. That's oh. that's who I emailed. So. Oh, okay. Thank you. He's guys. probably like, I've got enough to do right I now. Know. Leave I'm me alone. Being pulled in a million directions. <laughs> now let me ask this about Kenny. If I if I have been alone in a room for three hours, it will reek of whatever cologne I've oversprayed that day. We all know this about me. I'm like a walking <laughs> department store counter. What does the room that Kenny's inhabited for multiple hours alone smell like, uh, Donna? Well, he warns me that he's been farting in here all morning. <laughs> <laughs> she sprayed a lot of uh, uh, Lysol, Lysol disinfectant spray. She's... It kills up to 99.9% of viruses and bacteria. So um, I sprayed the Look at the, the vine print. See if it kills the Kenny bacteria. <laughs> it might not. He did, no, fart. he was nice enough to sanitize the room before he left. So that's nice. He's a gentleman under that beard. I know. He he wouldn't even look at me. He was like, yeah, I, I you know, I, he, I sanitized everything, home. and I go, okay, nice to see your stupid face. Yeah, he's Bye. been home the, almost he's the been whole time. On the farm, he's like a, a person that's lived in a cave for years. <laughs> he doesn't know how to interact with people anymore. He's like very shy. <sighs> that is so funny. <laughs> I know he just made a beeline for the door. He said that he's been staying at, he stayed at a hotel last night because it's, he lives too far away to just drive here in the morning. Right, right. And he said, he asked me, he goes, I don't know if this is new, but they asked me why I was here visiting. What was the reason? Nature of the visit. And he goes, maybe it's because of protesting. Do I look like a protester? And I said, Yes, yes. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. He looks like something, right? 
He looks like a capital stormer, guys. Let's just be really honest. That's That's what right. I, and I, I immediately said yes, and he just he looks suspicious. So hard. Yeah. Definitely he looks suspicious. Couldn't quit laughing. For sure. I mean, if we had to pick someone from our air staff yeah. to portray someone that was uh, unhinged, uh, uh, unhinged, yes. liable to or uh, capable of just protesting yeah. at a moment's notice. That's why you have to be nice to him. You always have to be nice to the weird people at work. Oh, but he is the (laughs) nicest guy ever. That's what's so funny. No, he's like my favorite. Oh, my gosh. He let me borrow his lawnmower when I had that house in Frogtown. He brought it to my house. Yes, he's just such a sweetie. Oh. Am I not allowed to ask where he lives? Does he like to keep that Oh, secret? he doesn't want anyone to know that. He okay. He does right. absolutely not. Wonderful. I will just say that he's got a shovel in the back of his truck okay. and some rope. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> some tape. And already a pre-made uh, little poster board that said it wasn't me. <laughs> which feels like it's on the nose a little too much. Um, hey, it's a oh, Tuesday, man. which means it is a confession Tuesday. Today's question chosen by me, but from the mind of Donna Valentine is what trend do you secretly wish would come back into fashion? I bypassed this a couple weeks ago. I was like, this is a sucky question. I asked my own and got probably three total responses. So now I am submitting to Donna's mind for this. And uh, that's our question. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. When we come back, though, we've got some things that make us go, huh? Okay. Here's the question to ponder. How much do you think the average cloud weighs? Think like a big puffy cloud. Cloud? How much do you think oh, I the you said average? Clown. <laughs> Me too. I was like, you know what? I don't know. Three bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look that up during the break. How much does the average cloud and clown weigh? We'll have uh, information on both of those when we come back on Donna and Steve. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts. Alrighty. So I guess I could have asked the question this way. What do you think weighs more? The average clown or the average <laughs> cloud? Um, now I asked this to my wife. This is a very tricky question. Now I said, how much do you think the average cloud weighs? Um, let me tell you this. The average clown, according to <laughs> you looked it up. carandriver.com, an American standard clown, as though we make them at a factory, stands 5 <laughs> feet 8 inches tall and weighs 158 pounds. That is according to the Department of Transportation's Office of Circuses, Zoos, and Carnivals. It's <laughs> 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 out there for everybody. So do you think a, if you put a clown... In the sky, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was next to, or she 
was next to like a, a cumulonimbus clown. That's a good question. How much think, does the clown weigh? 158. Ooh, I need to become a clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would say a cloud weighs more. I would hope a cloud weighs more. Okay. I asked my wife, how much do you think a cloud, the average cloud weighs? She said, I'm going to sound really stupid. I said, sure, anybody will. She said, 14 pounds. You know, she said, we fly right through them. Yeah. Get this. True. The average cloud weighs 1.1 million pounds. What? But yeah. the weight is distributed across such a big space sure. and it still floats. But I suppose, and I am not a chemist yeah. or a scientist, mm. a cloud is water, right? Yes. Isn't a cloud water? I think so. Yes. We believe clouds to be water on the Donna and Steve show, and water is heavy. Mm-hmm. So that means that a cloud is super heavy, but it floats. Explain this to me. Well, think of how big the sky is in the world. You know Very what I mean? Very big. It's really so big. big. So everything is relative. Yeah. Oh As somebody on this show who's actually with my body been through a cloud... Or clouds. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yes, as a skydiver. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like it's wet unless it's raining and then it feels like knives. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, yikes. When you land, you look like that you have been shot with tiny BB guns. It's like a oh. red, little red dots all over your face. Because it's the pointy end of the raindrop <laughs> that's hitting you. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Kind of a skydiver joke. But it really is super painful. And uh, wow. the one time it happened to me, because when we went up in the air, it wasn't raining. But it takes about 30 minutes to get up to 12,000, 14,000 feet. It does? Yeah. So it started raining up there. And so when I landed, all of the skydivers who were experienced they were down in the drop zone just looking at me and waiting. And they're like, how was that? And you're like, and I'm I like, like, I've been shot a million times. I thought that I was bleeding. <gasps> That's how, what it feels were like. Were you distressed? Uh, yeah, but I was like, oh, I mean, not too fun. And they're like, good job. Uh, because my jump master was out there with me. He's giving me a test. And he made the motion to pull my parachute halfway through our test. He just did the pull signal, oh, like, because he was in pain. Oh, no. He, oh, my god! Like, gosh. he did not want to, he was like, we got to get out of this. That is crazy. Anyway, I didn't mean to hijack No, your... another layer of onion peeled back on <laughs> Dawn McClain. She's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm telling you. Oh, Lord. It's like those Russian dolls, you know? Marusha. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> love those. I love those. Uh, by the way, that average cloud, that means that at any given moment, there are millions of pounds of water floating yeah. above your head. Each cloud weighing, the average being 1.1 million pounds, weighs the equivalent of 100 elephants. Holy elephants weigh, smokes. Elephants weigh about thir- ten to 13,000 pounds. They do? Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? 13,000 yes. pounds? The African bush elephant weighs 13,000 pounds. So that's like four tons, would you call that? Yeah, uh, I don't know. A ton is two thousand. Oh, it's two thousand. I thought it was three thousand. Is that right? I don't know. Mm, I have We're, no idea. Gosh, my you fingers are, are getting really sore over here. We're really engaged in this one today. Steve. Yes, two thousand guys. That's only the first one. Oh, that might be the only one we do. Let's see if I can just pepper you with something right, else. Uh, okay, this is stupid. Ladybugs are called ladybirds in England. Ladybirds. There was a dancing show from the University of Louisville, I think. And there was this intense dance instructor. Does anybody remember this? Lady Birds! That's what the dance team was called. Competitive. <laughs> nope. He was awesome. I could not stop watching that show. Oh! Lady Birds, let's go! You and lost us. finally. Oh, we'll end with this. Okay. The shortest English word that has all five vowels is Unoya which is six letters long. It means beautiful thinking or a positive mental state. Eunoia. Eunoia. Oh, ever, sounds like you're annoyed. Yes. Eunoia. Eunoia. Like we feel about you. Me, yeah. That's what you guys say when we go to commercial. Eunoia. Hey, you guys, Aaron Rodgers started his stint hosting Jeopardy. We'll tell you what happened on his first night as he gets trolled by a contestant. We'll share that. Coming up next on My Talk. You know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation, join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll also get $0 enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. Anna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So, boy, Aaron Rodgers has been in the news a little bit lately because he's at Disney World with his girlfriend, Shailene mm. Woodley. His fiance. Oh, right. Fiance. That's yeah. right. Fiance. Fiance. Anyway, he started his Jeopardy hosting stint, which will last, I think, two weeks. Yeah. I think so. So he made his debut as guest host last night. And something happened during Final Jeopardy. One of the contestants obviously didn't know the answer, and they wrote something down <laughs> that was kind of a a little bit of a dig. Yeah. Um, let's listen to the clip, and then we'll explain. Category for final today is daytime TV personalities. Accepting a Lifetime Achievement Emmy, he said, just take 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are. Over to our two-day champion on the end, Scott. Did you come up with the correct response? Who wanted to kick that field goal? 
That is a great question. Should be, should be, should be correct, but uh, unfortunately for this, uh, this game today, that's incorrect, and you're going to lose zero. Thank you for that, and congrats on your two-day win streak. But the man in the middle, Brandon, could not be caught today. Did you come up with the correct response? Who is Mr. Rogers? That is correct. Hmm. Let's see what you wagered. $924 to your total. You are the Jeopardy champion today. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things. Steve, do you want to explain that? Yeah, this dates back to a uh, playoff game that happened in the NFC Championship this year, and the Packers ended up losing that game. There was a point, a critical point late in the game where they chose to kick a field goal instead of going for a touchdown. Um, and so it was hotly debated immediately <laughs> after the game, in the game, on Twitter, and all of that. And so... The, the long-standing belief, of course, is that that would have never been Aaron Rodgers' decision, but his coach, Matt LaFleur, made that call. And so it was a callback to a bitter moment, I think, for the end of the Green Bay Packers season. Okay. Now, what do you think of his hosting? Not good at all from that. <laughs> now, now, now I'm, I'm not trying to be mean to the guy, no. this, but from that bit right there, here's... And he's he loves it. He said yesterday, he was on the Pat McAfee show and said... He legitimately would love to host Jeopardy to be the full-time host. He would just he would love it. Um, so here's the thing: he has a dry sense of humor about him, and I bet he'd be a lot of fun to have a beer with. That being said, when you're broadcasting, that voice that he delivered is very similar to his voice in a post-game press conference. So you might watch it improve over the next couple of weeks, maybe some coaching, um, but you might not. That monotone, dry delivery does not work at all. That was a very, very sleepy delivery. Every word in today's Final Jeopardy he is... He sounds I'm, boring. Yes, and he's he's not a boring guy. He's a funny guy, and people like to get him for an interview, but he has that dry sense of humor where it always feels like he's kind of holding back, and that just does that not work for a broadcasting um, for, for broadcasting a show like that. When Think of Alex Trebek, the great Alex Trebek. All of the boring clues that he would read and all of the inflection. His voice goes up, it goes down, he hits the punctuation right. It He makes reading something boring sound melodic, sound interesting, whereas that made something boring sound boring. You know, I think I've read somewhere that his family doesn't really want Jeopardy to go on without him. Trebek? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. they think he's so synonymous yeah. with... I think yeah. no. I, I think Alex's wish was that the show goes on. That's why he asked that he never be introduced as the star of the show. Um, he was like adamant about that. Put that in his book. He wants the show to go on. Well, it's just they can't do. This is not going to work. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the. Unless, he would have to go to broadcasting school. You know what I mean? And he could probably get great at it. Any of these athletes. They know how to commit to something. They, they know how to stay disciplined. Oh, but yeah. that's my take on it. What did you guys think when you heard him deliver that final Jeopardy clue? Well, Don't it's worry, a little he's not different listening. because I watched the clip of him first. Okay. Me too. I watched it visually and I thought he was very calming and he had a nice presence about him that wasn't so like, I'm trying to do this the best manic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that's... I don't know. I watched a couple of clips and I thought, oh, he's so smooth and doing such a nice job. It makes me feel comfortable and not on edge. You know, interesting. Sometimes um, some of the other people hosting made me feel a little nervous because you could tell 
they were trying so hard and they weren't yeah. relaxed. He has a very good mm. way of seeming like he's relaxed. Yeah. You think okay. it's too relaxed, though. Steve. Oh, yeah. No, I think he's boring. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think how how it comes. Again, as a person, I'm sure he's fun for a beer. But that, that style of delivery over the span of a 30-minute show, five nights a week, I think we I think we underestimate the the zhuzh that Trebek added. I know what you mean, Don. Too, if somebody comes in and they're too try hard mm-hmm. at it, like I'd be a psychopath on that show trying to fit in <laughs> punchlines and all of that. They they I'd be oh. carried off before the end of the first category. That being said, this is a this is tailor made for a guy like a Ken Jennings or a George Stephanopoulos or Anderson Cooper would be uh, great. Lavar Burton would be great, but this too cool for school kind of like dry thing for me doesn't work i think stephanopoulos would be a good host for sure and you know what and i was pleasantly surprised by ken jennings i I didn't care for his voice but i think he did a great job working the camera it's a little thin and scratchy (laughs) not unlike mine um but i thought he did a great job carrying it on um may i uh just give a correction on what i was saying about his family Sure. So here's what they actually said. His daughter, Nikki Trebek, said, to be honest, I have not watched one episode and my family, we have not watched any at all. Um, his his daughter, who worked on the show on and off through her adulthood, um, she was even there the day of his final taping, quickly mm. realized she couldn't stay in her role after he passed away following his battle with pancreatic cancer, she said to me, it was his show and it's difficult for me to carry on the show. And Aww. she said, I drove him home on the last day of the last taping he was able to do. So I get that. Oh, for sure. It's just difficult for them to see the show in any other way. I, that makes total sense. Yeah. 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 So. All right. All right, so you're 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 the casting director now. You get to choose, and the decision needs to come in the next thirty seconds. Who do you choose to replace Trebek? Mm. Stephanopoulos. Okay. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sight unseen, Anderson Cooper, since you know he hasn't done that. Um, Though Stephanopoulos hasn't either. Oh, I should have gone Ken Jennings. Dang I, it. I was I was thinking like what? You're not saying Ken? Too late, Don. Terry Crews. <laughs> yes. Terry you know Cruz. what he would do? Any audition. He'd make that so exciting every <laughs> every yes. clue or answer that he read. It would be awesome. Hmm. Or LeVar Burton. I, I really thought of him, too. Yeah. I wonder if they... People were pushing a couple of months ago for him to get a crack at it. I, I don't know if any progress has been made oh, okay. on that or not. He would be really wonderful. Well, how, do you think they're going to do this through the fall? That's my guess is that they'll have you'll have a new host of Jeopardy in September. Okay. Okay. Another go ahead. I was just going to say how many uh signatures are we up to here? 133,000 have signed the uh Petition for LeVar Burton. Oh, really? Oh, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. What, where can I find it? It's at change.org. It. Okay. And, uh, oh. yeah, it's, and it's going up as we speak. This is well, he this. should at least get a crack at guest hosting, yes. for sure. If yeah. Aaron Rodgers is getting a shot at it. Yes. Thank I you. agree, Donna. Can I tell you that I watched the second episode of Mighty Ducks? Yeah, was it good? I haven't Donna. watched it yet. It's cute. Oh, It's cute. 
I'm I'm in this I'm in this zone, you know, with coming of age, cute little shows. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely in love with Pen Fifteen. It is so good, so funny. These girls are unbelievable. Steve, I wish you would watch like one episode. What channel is it on? Or I think it's Hulu. Hulu. And um, it's just mind blowing what great actors they are playing 13 year olds. It, it is unbelievable because you believe that they're 13 and they're 33. They're 33 year old women. Yeah. They probably have their own children, you yes. know, their own 13 year olds. Gosh, I wish I looked like I could Me too. play at least a 33 year old. <laughs> Ditto. Damn. So you mean the fact that you're already into that show, shifting to something that is probably decidedly more innocent and Disney-fied <laughs> isn't, isn't... The acting is super cheesy in um, Mighty Ducks. I do love the little boy, the podcaster boy. Oh, Nick. He's oh great. I mean, God. so sweet. He's the And star. I just love Lauren Graham in this. And I actually... It's funny that you say the acting is cheesy. I think her son... The kid who plays Lauren Graham's son in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers yeah. on Disney Plus, I think he's a really good actor. He is. He is. He is. It just feels very. Um, mm, there's a big message that's got to be learned for everybody at the end of this, you know, and it's very predictable. <laughs> yes, for sure. You know what's going to happen. Gonna They're going to come back. Yeah, yeah, but it's cute. I'll I'll probably continue to watch it because it's a great like. It's a great, easy watch. Yes. It's an easy watch where if you don't want to get too deeply into something, you throw that on and you're like, oh, it's only, you know, 28 minutes long. Yeah. Mighty Ducks, Disney Plus. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm just glad you weren't stressed out by it. That's super great. You got some real growth. I'm a little stressed out by What's-His-Face's character. Emilio Estevez. It's like, come on, bro. Just help them out. Uh, he'll be eventually such a be the coach, yeah, and he's then gonna... he's going to get together with Lauren Graham. Yeah, it's yeah. a, romantic be a little thing. romance, and then the kid's going to be like, "I have a daddy." But, and, and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Why does everybody need a daddy? I mean, like, and why? Why can't we be screenwriters? I I could tell you everything that's going to happen in this already. Yeah, yeah. You don't watch. You don't watch Mighty Ducks, though, Donna, for the plot twist. That's it's not true. like we're That's watching true. Lost. You're right. That's why it's an easy. Yes, it is easy. You have a, a familiarity with the story, and you also want things to happen for these people, and you expect them to happen. Yes, yes. like you could get up and go to the bathroom without pausing, you know, and come back. Sure, and you're still good. Are you going to yeah. watch it again? Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. I'm not a quitter. I am. I sometimes am. She definitely can be. All right. <laughs> when we come back, if you see something, say something. Um, ESPN fired one of their big name folks. We'll tell you why. Be careful what you post. Also, Chris Hemsworth, I thought, made an interesting point about his body and how it might be holding him back mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually an interesting conversation. So we'll dig into that when we come back. And if you see something, say something. That's next on Don and Steve. Why do I get the feeling Steve is going to call BS on this next story? Mm. 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 Do you know me? Do you know me well? I think I know you a little bit. Let's discuss. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you see something and you 
Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So here's what Chris Hemsworth is saying today. He, of course, Thor in all of the Marvel movies. He thinks his body could be holding him back from being taken seriously. Quote, Bodybuilding is seen as vanity. Whereas if I put on a bunch of unhealthy weight or get unhealthily skinny for a role, I'd probably be called a serious actor. He adds, quote, the training across 10 years of doing it is a full-time job. That and then a 12-hour shooting day, it's a real grind. It's incredibly rewarding, too. You kind of have to look at it like a professional athlete. So back to the point of, is it holding him back? Um, I do not call BS on this. I actually think he makes an interesting point because... You know, if you have Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, these are guys who can put weight on for mm-hmm. a role and then lose weight for a role. And it, it is usually like, wow, that guy really committed to the craft. That's really, really cool. Uh, whereas someone like The Rock, who's all works out three times a day, or Thor, they then kind of... I, I, I think what struck a chord with me was the idea that if you're working out, it is more often seen as just vain. And then you are locked into the roles of, okay, big buff guy. He's going to look really big in that suit. So I think what he's saying is if he wants roles with more teeth, people just see him as big, strong guy and not, and they don't see that as commitment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, But you know, how many times have we looked at actors and went, wow, he's really committed to getting ready for this role? Um, Camille, uh, oh, what's his name? Nanjiani. Nanjiani. He got really buff. We've looked at that. We've looked at um, the guy from The Office, the other Chris, Chris yes. Pratt. Chris, okay, you from know, Parks and Rec. Whatever. Um, right. So <laughs> it's. Just, I, I still see it as commitment to the to the role. I don't see it as just vanity. Is the actor talk there though? Because those are transformations. You know, where like we see them, Chris Pratt goes from um, sludgy Dad guy Pratt. to, yeah, to ripped in Guardians of the Galaxy. Kumil Nanjiani goes from skinny, nerdy guy right. on Silicon Valley to big dude. So it's like, whoa, transformation. Whereas someone like The Rock or Chris Hemsworth, who just stay jacked up all the time yeah. for these roles. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you, you, you see him only really in one type. I don't know what's going on there. Okay. Uh, one type of role. <clears throat> you know, it's funny. I was actually just listening to the other day. I, was, I had workout motivation music on. And so they have like speeches from people and then music in the background. You would hate it, Donna. And I loved it. And Arnold was talking about one of the first roles that he took in Hollywood. Um, I guess maybe after Conan. Conan. Um, he, The director said, and he was at 275. And the director said, I want you for this role, and you have to be at 2.15 on the first shooting day. And if you are not at 2.15, I have someone else in mind, and I will call them, and I'll have you get on a scale in front of me. Can I guess the movie? God. If I remember the movie. Was it it Kindergarten Cop? No. uh Uh-uh. It was, uh, he starred alongside a couple really good actors in it, as he was mentioning it, to the point where I thought, what is this movie? Anyway, he then went, and his point was like, you can do it. Like, all you have to do is do it, and then you can do it. Is sort of sure. profoundly simple, and then he got down to like two fourteen um, for the movie. Something that he would have thought was impossible, coming off of being 
Mr. Universe and weighing in at 275 pounds lean at yeah. that. Uh, that was you, an interesting topic. Well, I think Will Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. you know, these are guys that also can get really buff really quick. Because I know Jamie Foxx, isn't he going to be playing Muhammad Ali? Mm-hmm. If I, I have it right. right. Yeah. Um, Will Smith also has gotten really buff for a role. That's not coming to my mind right now. But I think... I. <sighs> I think sometimes you come across as a giant wrestler. Mm-hmm. And if you're that big, I guess I do get what he's saying to some extent. Yeah, and by the way, I think of it as a non-serious conversation, but it was just sort of like tickled me intellectually. Like, oh, is that maybe that is true. Maybe for him, he like wants some toothy rolls, but because he's also staying in shape to play Thor, they're like, oh, he's too muscular to play A realistic down dad. And out guy. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, it's like... Mm. And he is, by the way, you say big wrestler, he is training to play Hulk Hogan. Chris Hemsworth oh, okay. is. Yeah, then they, and then, he's getting bigger than ever. But you know what? These are the roles that bring in the most money. Yes. The roles oh. that he's taking. Yeah. yeah, maybe he has enough money and he wants to be considered a serious actor. That could be. I wonder what his net worth is, Stan. Maybe he wants an Oscar. Because, oh, that could because be. Because people just want to achieve more and more, and he's already done this. And right. He's worth $130 million. Dang. Yeah, there and you if, go. you, if you Google uh, images of him as Hulk Hogan, he is really, like, trying to get after it. He is, he is big. You know, though, the time that I interviewed him, he was... Oh, here I'm we just go. saying... Oh. Okay. <laughs> when uh, I interviewed him and Chris Evans, of course, they were both there. Yeah, okay. And then I took a picture in between them and I was blinking. I mean, it was the perfect, <laughs> like, you're not in our league, buddy. Oh it was great. <laughs> I don't the Chris Evans thing. That's another conversation, but go ahead. Okay. Um, but anyway, he was lean. Chris Hemsworth was. He didn't look like Thor in that moment. Uh-huh. He looked really, like, you wouldn't see him at a bar and be like, oh, my gosh, Donnie, you think guys can get too big? Nowhere near that when he was... Uh, doing press for Avengers, really lean and like, but but still jacked, like no body fat. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great body. Anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on, Don, we have some uh, news out of the world of ESPN. Be careful uh-huh. what you post. Yeah, absolutely. ESPN has fired Paul Pierce after he had in- an Instagram live going. Oh, and I watched part of it, and in it, it looks like he's smoking pot. There are scantily clad women who may have been strippers, like they're twerking in the background. They're massaging him. He's just sitting there like reading the comments, drinking and smoking what looks like a, like a joint or a spliff or something. And then he posted it. <laughs> he posted it. That's the thing. If someone else had grabbed it somehow... Um, and posted it, he might have kept his job, they say. Oh, but wow. I mean, and somebody emailed me about this this morning, uh, listener Brian, and he said, so mm-hmm. it's illegal to have a party? How can you get fired for that? And I replied, as media people, we all sign um, uh, clauses in yeah. our contracts that have to do with our ethics. conduct. Yeah, conducts and On ethics. and off the air. Right, because we're public personalities, and they don't want us... You know, acting a fool. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if it's illegal them. too, whatever he was doing. Yeah, and depending on where he is. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if they were just friends or strippers or whatever, it's still not good conduct. To I just say, that. remember, there's always a camera on you. Oh God! Right? Oh. oh no. Don't think you can like pick a wedgie in the parking lot. Okay. And James isn't looking at it. Our security okay. guard. Oh, 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 oh